Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Look around and you'll see 
Oh, so 
Ich 
רבים לא יוכלו לכבות את Je t'ai quitté Jérusalem en pleurant I left my tears on your stone Jérusalem Mais je sais, je reviendrai, je suis croyant Je t'aime en Jérusalem La gloire, tu la portes en toi Mais toi, on te persécute Jamais je ne t'oublierai
Break. The free town ain't a fire in a world like this, so we pray for the city with a fire on our lips. Yerushalayim, we see all the other lands truly need thee. Whether or not an embassy, sympathetic empathy will bring us to a greater peace. Uh, Cause we the glory of the east, God's greatest gift runs deeper than the sea. Love and justice and truth we preach, even on a shorthand we still reach. Please come 
Oh, uh-huh. 
Jam in the AM with Shlomo Katz, the uh, selection entitled Harani here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, you heard uh, Simcha Liner's Harbei Nachat, Peace in the World. That was Avi De Levante and Nisim Black. Ruli Rahi with Mayim Rabim. The medley from the uh, Avramo Avram Fried album, Project Relax with Avram Fried. Shalom Brod is on that album as well. Masach Hashem, it's our Monday morning theme song with Mayor Sherman. And, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Monday on this December the 21st, day 6 in the month of Teves, the year 5781. Tough Shin Pei Aleph. Uh, 40 degrees, cloudy skies, high temperature of 40. Ain't moving much, that temperature. Uh, tonight, cloudy skies, some rain, and a low of 37. And tomorrow morning, clouds, afternoon sun, and a high of 43 degrees. 63 right now in Yerushalayim. We're at 40 in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Well, Tomorrow is Giving Tuesday, not nationwide, for us at JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. Tomorrow, the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting will be the beneficiaries of your generosity. Tomorrow is Giving Tuesday for us. We'll be uh, in the five towns starting at 6 a.m. Eastern time. You are more than invited to stop by. It will be social distance. It will be with precautions. We will be at Gotta Get a Bagel broadcasting from 6 a.m. until 11 a.m. For a five-hour JM in the AM for Giving Tuesday. And again, you are invited to come by, say hi, and um, and to bring support for the work that we do. Checks payable to the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. You can go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, monthly or, uh, or one-time donation. And I thank all of you for doing that. Uh, tomorrow for us is Giving Tuesday. We're live on the road between 6 and 11 a.m. at Gotta Get a Bagel in Woodmere. It'll be live, and we'll have a lot of great guests. We do have a great, great lineup tomorrow. We do have a great lineup tomorrow. So tune in between 6 and 11 a.m. and uh, be part of our Giving Tuesday, and we greatly appreciate it. Um, yeah, that's for sure. We do greatly appreciate it. Tonight is the yard site of uh, Barry Lieben. How ironic that our day of giving, that our Giving Tuesday is going to be on the yard site of somebody who is such a major supporter in every way, shape, and form of the work that we've done over the last many, many decades here at JM and the AM. And um, tonight is the first yard site of uh, Barry Lieben, somebody who was uh, such an important force for us, who uh, encouraged us with wonderful donations, with great advice, with incredible enthusiasm for the work that we do, by encouraging us to continue to feature the great things about the state of Israel and the wonderful thing about uh, being Zionists and religious Zionists. This is what he did all the time for us gave us a tremendous boost in every way, shape, and form, always. And he and his family have been so dedicated to the community, and he and his family have demonstrated for us such enthusiasm for the work that we do here every single day. And um, 
tonight is his yard site, very first yard site. He passed away on the 7th of Teves back in January. It was, in fact, the uh, the first Shabbos of the uh, calendar year that he passed away on the uh, secular calendar almost one year ago. And, of course, on the Jewish calendar one year tonight. So we remember him fondly and... Um, and tonight we will have a, a seum being uh, being conducted in his memory in Jerusalem. And um, and his uh, family and friends should all know that we are never ever going to forget uh, what he did for us over all these years and how his family has been so intertwined with the JM and the AM and Nahum Siegel Network family. Monday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. Well, speaking of fundraising, uh, there's an organization that's in the middle of one of the more unique and um, and frankly interesting fundraising events that we've seen in a very long time, and that's, of course, Amudim. And I bet you I'm speaking to a bunch of people right now who've already given to the Amudim campaign. Um. If you go to unite2heal.com, not only do you get an opportunity to give, they have 36 hours of programming, really interesting uh, events, from game shows to discussions with Gidole Hadar, that, those are the two things I watched last night, <laughs> to incredible panels about everything from politics to singles uh, to tech, uh, I mean, everything you could imagine, to Jewish life. And um, all you have to do is go to the website, enjoy all this great programming. By the way, don't forget we're there tonight between 6 and 9. Tonight between 6 and 9, 12 hours from now, we are going to wrap up the entire campaign with a three-hour spectacular. And I'm not kidding when I say spectacular. So make sure you're on the website tonight, unite2heal.com, unite2heal.com. Again, we're going to be there starting at 6 p.m. tonight. And I have the honor of hosting the final three hours between six and nine. Very much looking forward to it. Uh, anyway, they are at the 23% of their goal. They have a $5 million goal. And believe you me, they need every penny of it. And they're right now at $1.15 million. Uh, they have over 2,500 donors. And we're encouraging everybody to give no matter what the amount. Because it's such an important cause. Um, so again, they have, uh, 23% of their goal has been achieved. So go to, um, unite to heal.com, unite to heal.com and give what you can. Amudim does such amazing work, saving the lives of, uh, children, adults, and families all around the world. That's really what it's all about. Unite to heal.com. We're going to talk about a bunch of fundraising efforts today because there's so much happening out there that you need to be aware of. And uh, we have a lot to uh, tell people about. Uh, we're involved in the One Israel Fund event next week. I'll give you information about that. We're involved with the Makar event. We'll give you information about that. That's happening in January. And obviously uh, tonight we're involved with the Amudim event. That uh, starts at 6 p.m. but really is going on all day long at unite2heal.com. All right, so there you have it. 
there you have some of the uh, important information that we uh, share with you on this Monday morning. Hope your weekend was fine. A big thank you to Avrami and Mark and Matis and everybody responsible for our great weekend programming. Much appreciated. Ari Goldwag is next. It's a Monday as we head back to school and back to work on this uh, Monday morning edition of JM in the AM. Tomorrow is Giving Tuesday between 6 a.m. and 11 a.m. live from Gotta Get a Bagel in Woodmere, New York. I hope you'll join us either in person or by tuning in. Tomorrow is our Giving Tuesday before the end of the year here at JM in the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. Make sure to join in and help us out. Ari Goldwag, JM in the AM.
אבינו מלכנו, סלח לנו, חטאנו, אבינו פשענו, אבינו מלכנו, אבינו מלכנו, סלח לנו, חטאנו, אבינו פשענו, אבינו מלכנו.
J.M. in the A.M. Ki Heim Chayenu, done by Deddy. Deddy was mentioned in the uh, Holy Yid Squares event last night, one of the events that uh, were done with uh, Amudim, UniteToHeal.com. So I figured I'd get his uh, selection on this morning here at J.M. in the A.M. Joey Newcomb at Kilal Amchazdo, Avinu Malkinu, done by Mordechai Shapiro. Ari Goldwag had Yeshli Hakol. Monday morning, it's J.M. in the A.M. Hello, hello. UniteToHeal.com has all the information you need. They're at $1.15 million of their $5 million goal. Tonight, I will be um, – oh, by the way, they have – well, <laughs> I don't want to program against myself, but they do have a uh, an Israel investment in the UAE um, a panel coming up on UniteToHeal.com. Again, we'll recommend you watch it afterwards because you should be listening to JMM right now. Uh, but I mentioned it because one of the guests that we, two of the guests that we had, Hamdan Al Kindi and Alex Peterfreund, are both part of that panel. Uh, they really went all out to put together some amazing panels, to say the least. So go to unitetoheal.com and support Amudim. Go to unitetoheal.com and support Amudim. Simple as that. Unitetoheal.com, support Amudim. You'll be glad you did. And uh, tonight between 6 and 9 p.m., tonight between 6 and 9 p.m., I have the honor of actually hosting their big finale. Look forward to doing that. Should be a lot of fun and very informative, and I'm sure we'll speak to a lot of great guests like we did last year during the finale of that event. So that's between 6 and 9 tonight for Amudim. Those of you out there who have considered becoming a mentor or student under Partners in Torah, it is a life changing experience and it connects you tremendously to our tradition and heritage go to partnersintorah.org partnersintorah.org or call 1-800-STUDY-42 1-800-STUDY the number 4 and then the number 2 and become a partner in Partners in Torah again you will find it to be a very exhilarating experience our broadcasts uh, all through the day today and of course tomorrow during our Giving Tuesday dedicated to the memory of Dove Ben Eliyahu that's the great Barry Lieben, whose first yard site is tonight. His first yard site is tonight. An amazing friend, an amazing brother, an amazing supporter, and somebody whose family has been intertwined with our family here at NSN for a very, very long time. So we remember Dove Ben Aliao as his first yard site approaches. Barry Lieben, 7th of Teves tonight. Uh, tomorrow we broadcast from Gotta Get a Bagel between 6 and 11 a.m. for our Tuesday Giving Tuesday here at JMDM. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next. Galitzal, Mirushalayim, Asha Ashtayim, Shalom Rav, Khan Rani Avnai, Ima Shekoreachshav. קבינט הקורונה אישר החל מיום רביעי חובת בידוד במלוניות לחוזרים מכל המדינות בחול. כתבתנו המדינית מוריה אסרה פולברג. שרי הקבינט אישרו לפני זמן קצר איסור כניסת זרים לישראל, זאת בעקבות גילוי הזן החדש של הקורונה בבריטניה. בנוסף, כל מי שיגיע ארצה החל מעוד 48 שעות יהיה מחויב בבידוד במלונית ולא יוכל לשעות בבידוד בביתו. ההחלטה תועבר כעת לאישורה של ועדת החוקה. המשבר הפוליטי גובר את ההתנגדות בכחול לבן להסכם הפשרה המתגבש עם הליכוד. לפני שעה קלה הודיעה חברת הכנסת מיכל קוטלר וונש כי היא מתנגדת להסכם והיא מצטרפת לחבר הכנסת אסף זמיר שהודיע אמש על התנגדותו. התבנו הפוליטי מיכאל עוזרטוב מוסיף שגם חברי הכנסת מיקי חיימוביץ' ורם שפע צפויים להתנגד לפשרה. מנגד העשרה פנינה תמנו שטה מכחול לבן תמכה בפשרה שמקדם גנץ ואמרה אצל יעל דן 
לא נסכים לשום פשרה עם הליכוד שתכלול פגיעה בסמכויותיו של שר המשפטים ניסנקורן. לא יהיה שום ויתור על שלטון החוק, לא ניתן שום פגיעה בשלטון החוק או בסמכויות של שר המשפטים. אנחנו בסופו של דבר לא ניתן שום התערבות של נתניהו, התערבות שיכולה להשפיע על התנהלות התיק שלו. כתבנו בכנסת יניר קוזין מוסיף שיושב ראש הקואליציה, חבר הכנסת מיקי זוהר, הגיב לפני שעה קלה על הקולות בכחול לבן וכתב בטוויטר המורדים בכחול לבן מוכנים לקחת את ישראל לבחירות בשיאו של משבר בריאותי רק כדי לפגוע בנתניהו אישית. בצה"ל החליטו להדיח את הלוחם שתועד במוצאי שבת כשהוא לא מגיב בירי לזריקת בקבוק תבערה. כתבנו לענייני צבא וביטחון צחי דבוש. מפקד סיירת גולני החליט להדיח מתפקידו את הלוחם שהושלך לעברו בקבוק תבערה במוצאי השבת, זאת אחרי שהחייל לא הגיב ולא נטרל את המחבל. תחקיר האירוע מעלה כי הלוחם היה צריך לפתוח בנוהל מעצר חשוד. בסופו המחבל ינוטרל, אך לא עשה זאת. נוכח נסיבות האירוע, בעוד כמה חודשים תיבחן החזרתו ללוחמה. תקלה בחישוב ציוני הבגרויות, משרד החינוך יתקן את הציונים של עשרות אלפי תלמידים בעקבות שיבוש בנתונים. מדווח כתבנו לענייני חינוך דורון קדוש. במשרד החינוך מודים כי נפלו פגמים וליקויים רבים בכל תהליך חישוב ושקלול ציוני הבגרויות במועד קיץ האחרון. המשרד ביצע רק כעת תיקון של הציונים, ו-23,000 תלמידים זכאים בסופו של דבר לציון גבוה יותר. שר החינוך גלנט החליט על הקמת ועדת בדיקה חיצונית שתבדוק את האירוע ותגיש את מסקנותיה תוך חודש וחצי. משטרת כפר סבא סיימה את החקירה נגד מורה למוזיקה מאזור השרון, החשוד בקיום יחסי מין עם שש מתלמידותיו הקטינות. כתובתנו עדה שטייף שחשפה את הפרשה המוסרת, שהמשטרה גבתה עדויות מהמתלוננות, והעבירה היום את התיק לפרקליטות לצורך הגשת כתב אישום. מעקב גלי צה"ל, שישה הרוגים ויותר משבע פצועים בתאונות דרכים בשבוע שחלף. מדווחת כתבת הבטיחות בדרכים, נועה בין. שישה בני אדם נהרגו בתאונות דרכים בשבוע החולף, ושבע מאות ותשעה נפצעו, בהם שלושה עשר באורח קשה, עשרים ושישה בינוני והיתר קל. כך עולה מנתוני הרשות הלאומית לבטיחות בדרכים ומגן דוד אדום, המגיעים במסגרת מעקב תוכניתנו יומן הצהריים. באחת התאונות הקטלניות, נהג רכב פרטי בשנות ה-70 לחייו, סטה מהנתיב בזמן שהכביש היה רטוב והתנגש במשאית. כתוצאה מהתאונה, הוא ורעייתו נהרגו. מזג האוויר לסיום, טמפרטורות גבוהות מהרגיל לעונה. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. בחסות אביבי מטבחים, המשיקה אירוע מכירות סוף שנה של מטבחים ומוצרים משלימים. אביבי מטבחים.
אוקיי, ישוע אותי, אבטח ולא ב... 
Gammerman. Oh, sorry. Micha Gammerman on a Monday morning, uh, opening up the hour with the Havdullah selection off of the uh, off of the uh, Shabbos Oneg CD album, however you want to refer to it. Monday morning, JM and the AM. Hello, everyone. We're heading back to school and back to work on this December 21st, the 6th of Teves. Tonight is the art site of Mr. Barry Lieben. One of the greatest friends and supporters of our work here at uh, JMM and the Nahum Siegel Network in our history. His first yard site is uh, tonight, Dove Ben Eliyahu. Dove Ben Eliyahu. We dedicate today and tomorrow to him, of course. Tomorrow is Giving Tuesday here at the Nahum Siegel Network. We'll be uh, in Woodmere. Feel free to stop by. We'll be at Gotta Get a Bagel in Woodmere starting at 6 a.m. We're going to go until 11 a.m. And uh, we're going to ask everyone with a great guest list, by the way, great guest list tomorrow, a lot of wonderful people. And we're going to ask everybody out there to be as generous as possible during Giving Tuesday with one-time or monthly donations at uh, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Giving Tuesday is tomorrow. Uh, please uh, keep in mind uh, Nachman Bas Esther Dina for a Shlema, Nachman Bas uh, Nachman Ben Esther Dina again Nachman Ben Esther Dina. Also Wednesday night and Thursday this week on the 9th of Teves is the yard site of Marsha Goldenfeld. 
That's uh, Manya Rivka Bas Chaim, Manya Rivka Bas Chaim. Please keep that in mind. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. The Amudim event is going on as we speak. I'll be there between 6 and 9 p.m. tonight to wrap up the last three hours of the big campaign. Go to unite2heal.com. Unite2heal.com for information. A reminder that the One Israel Fund has their big event coming up a week from tomorrow, starting at 8 p.m. on Tuesday night, the 29th of December. I will be hosting. Elizabeth Savetsky will be featured. God Elbaz is the musical guest. Appearances by Naftali Bennett and Caroline Glick. They'll honor Dr. Emma Laskin and Bart Baum, Ami Luri from the Shiloh Winery, Rebecca and Gabe Boxer, Gloria and Morris Grobe of blessed memory. That award will be accepted by the Grobe, Oppenheimer, and Pollock families. And the Yadid Yesha awardees, Hannah, Talia, Molly, Isabella, and Ariel from the uh, 12th grade at SKA Halb High School for Girls. It's all happening Tuesday night, the 29th of December, oneisraelfund.org slash we are one, oneisraelfund.org slash we are one. Big shout out to our friends at Aaron's Casino Farms and Aaron's West Orange. Aaron's Casino Farms in Queens, casinofarms.com, Aaron's West Orange in New Jersey, aaronswestorange.com. If you are looking for an amazing shopping experience under one roof, either the roof in Queens or the roof in West Orange, New Jersey, and you're looking to sign up for great specials every single week through email, online, and be informed about all the different things that are on sale, plus have a great shopping experience, then we are recommending Aaron's Casino Farms, casinofarms.com, and Aaron's West Orange, aaronswestorange.com. Check out why our listeners and so many people in the Nahum Siegel Network of people, not just the official uh, broadcast network, are so um, are so enthralled when they walk in and start a shopping experience at Aaron's Casino Farms or Aaron's West Orange. Check it out. Enjoy. You'll be glad you did. That I could tell you. You'll be glad you did. This is a selection um, music and lyrics by Tzachi Alevi, performed by Tzachi Alevi, and Yosef Abramson, uh, in honor of the 2020 Wounded Soldiers Appreciation Day, they gathered wounded soldiers, mentors, and volunteers of Restart to sing together and give hope for a fresh start and breaking barriers. A song that's made quite an impact out there. It's performed by Tzachia Levy and Yosef Abramson, and we have it for you right here at JM in the AM. Yes, be a 
Monday morning, Margie Shin done by uh, Baruch Levine. Uh, before that, that amazing selection from uh, Sachia Levy and Yosef Abramson, Born Again, with the uh, amazing soldiers of the IDF in mind. Monday morning. How you doing, everybody? Back to school, back to work we go. Today and tomorrow, our programming dedicated to Dove Ben Eliyahu, the memory of uh, Barry Lieben our amazing friend and supporter who passed away in the 7th of Teves this past year, back in January. We don't, uh, we couldn't forget him, be impossible. 
We'll talk more about Amudim later on. Go to the website, unite2heal.com, and give, give, give. Unite2heal.com is a $5 million goal. At 6 p.m. tonight, Eastern Time, I will kick off the final three hours, the big finale tonight for Amudim at unite2heal.com. Also later, we'll speak with the Yummy Schachter, Charity Bids. They're the backbone of, uh, of the whole project for Amudim. We'll speak with him in the 8 o'clock hour. <clears throat> uh, yesterday, I got the uh, information about the Makar event, which is um, coming up. This is a uh, this is a um, this is a um, an event that specifically is for Makar Disability Service. It's going to be happening at the beginning of January. And um, you, everybody out there, can be the difference that helps Makar make all the difference in the world for those they are advocating for, advocating for better care and essential rights in hospitals, advocating in turning a residence into a home, advocating for babies, children, women, and men in their dayhab and respite programs, advocating for parents who need help to give their children their best life possible, Advocating for students with intellectual disabilities, gaining key skills and exploring opportunities in the Makar College Experience Program. Um, they provide inclusive, life-changing vocational opportunities, and they do an amazing job at it. Makar Disability Services Women's League continues to make all the residential, therapeutic, social, medical, developmental, and spiritual needs of individuals with developmental and intellectual disabilities. And the coming up, there is uh, going to be an event at the beginning of January to help make up for the major fundraising fundraising losses that the pandemic has caused over a million dollars worth for my car. And we will be spearheading that effort to uh, get everybody out there to recognize just how great a program they have and how important a cause it is to support. So my car disability services, big shout out to them this morning. And again, we will be presenting to you their big fundraiser at the beginning of January in a uh, in an effort to get the entire community uh, behind a very, very important cause for those with disabilities. Um, this portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better-for-you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website, kosherdogs.net, 10% discount with promo code RADIO. And try A&H today. And speaking of promo code RADIO, don't forget that our friends at Arts Grow with over 3,000 titles on the website. With promo code RADIO, it's uh, 20% off, no minimum, and free shipping. 20% off, no minimum, and free shipping when you visit artsgirl.com and use promo code RADIO. How on earth could you go there and not use promo code RADIO? That's what I'd like to know. So again, go to artsgirl.com. Make sure to use promo code RADIO. 20% off, no minimum, free shipping every time you do it. And trust me, there's no reason not to. <laughs> Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav, Zebner Bios of Alevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basar Bios of Alevi, plus, of course, today, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words in memory of Dov Ben Eliyahu, 
the amazing Barry Lieben, whose yard site, his first yard site, is being observed tonight. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. It says, Tonu Rabbonon, our rabbis learned, the poor, the rich, the evil, will stand in the basin Shamailun, the heavenly court. The poor man will be asked, why didn't you study Torah? He will say, I was poor, and I was busy trying to support myself. He will be asked, were you any poorer than Hillel, who was so impoverished, but still he learned? Each day he earned a small coin and would give half of that coin to be able to learn in the base madrash. When the rich man comes, he will also be asked, why didn't you learn Torah? He'll say, I was wealthy, I was occupied with my business affairs. The base in Shomayla will ask him, were you any wealthier than Rebelosa ben Kharsom? His father left him a thousand cities on land and a thousand ships at sea. Each day, he would take a sack of flour on his shoulder and go from city to city to learn Torah. The wicked man will be asked, why didn't you study Torah? He will answer, I was handsome and I was preoccupied with my Yetzahara, my evil inclination. They will say, were you any more handsome than Yosef at Tzaddik? The poor will be held accountable because of Hillel. The rich men will be held accountable because of Rebelazah ben Kharsom. And the evil will be held accountable because of Yosef. The obvious question is, how can the Basin Shomayla bring proof against the regular average person from such gedolei olam, such great people as Yosef, Hillel, and Rebbe Lazar. These were malachim, these were angels clothed like human beings. The Manchester Rosh Hashiva says, the real answer is, they were all human. They possessed the Yetzirah, an evil inclination, and they were also confronted with the Nisyonos, the trials and tribulations, just like we are. Yet, they completely dedicated themselves to the service of Hashem. And that is something that we can also do. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
J.M. in the A.M. Monday morning broadcast. Comes its medley done by Yaakov Shweki. Well, over the years, we get to meet some uh, people doing some great work out there. And um, we were introduced to a school in Israel called Pre-Chachma, uh, which is led by uh, Yehudis Bogatz. Uh, Yehudis is the principal of Pre-Chachma, and it was it was created, the school was created literally to help a segment of the uh, children of the students in our community who needed a, a little bit of a different type of school. And right now, uh, they are about to start, they're a couple hours away from starting their big campaign at Pledge.com, P-L-E-D-J-E.com, slash B-Y-P-C. And uh, we'd like to see them uh, do well and people out there support a great school in Israel that's helping a lot of uh, uh, young women um, find uh, find their path in an appropriate way. Uh, Yehudis Bogatz, welcome to JM in the AM. Hello. Yeah. A pleasure to speak with you. So tell us how this started. Tell us what the need was to create the pre-Chachma school. So... Me, as a teacher, I always saw these girls that are smart, but they can't do the, the regular learning, the academic. And I saw that if they, the musical girls, I, I taught English, so I used to bring songs, and all of a sudden I saw the girls that, through the music, learn a lot of English. Right. And through the drama, they learn beautiful sentences in English. And I spoke, I taught geography, so we did drama of the soldiers. And all of a sudden I saw girls that they used their talents and they, were succeed, they succeeded also in other areas, also in the academic areas. After they had succeeding, they got strength to do other things. So I always had that dream as a teacher, and I always used to use a lot of the talents of the girls in my as a teacher, but the big thing that maybe started, you have to decide that you're putting up your life only to, to do that, is I had a daughter that went to a transplant, two trans- transplants in America, and I saw the academic was hard for her. I went from school to school, and I saw that she'll be struggling when this, she could enjoy these years. So I asked one of the principals, uh, is there idea, because she's talented in computers and she's talented in graphics and she draws beautifully. She said, no, in Israel there's no answers for those girls. She said, maybe if you go to America. So I said, look, I was in America five years. Her life was saved. And now I want to give her back her life, but I'll bring America to Israel if there is in America such a thing. And then I decided, so I'm going to start a school that will give an answer to these talented girls that feel a second degree in our schools. They feel stressed. They feel that no one respects them. Some of the girls are speechless 
Some of the girls don't talk out of the house because they're so embarrassed that they can't do all the things. And in the other hand, they're very talented. They're how, how how long does pre chachma exist? I mean, this is a this is filling such an important need. Young women, as you said, who are having trouble with academics, with uh, different subjects, but find themselves through music, art, choreography, drama, etc. Uh, it sounds like a, an amazing program. How long ago did it start? How long ago did pre chachma begin? Six years. Six years ago it started, and the strength that I get because it's a lot of money. The government believes in us and helps us pay seventy uh, percent. But the 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 special thing that gives me the strength, I have a few girls that got married that the, their parents didn't believe in them. I have girls that got a career that are doing beautifully in, in jobs. I can imagine. And they're building a very, a very nice career that they would never get in other places. That it, They even feel already better than girls in the regular school. <laughs> Yehudas Bogatz is with us from Jerusalem. Pre-Chachma is the name of the school. It's in existence for six years. And it's amazing, Yehudas. All they needed was the right environment. All they nothing against our regular schools, nothing against the base Yaakovs out there. I'm sure there are plenty of good ones in Israel. But all they right. but all they needed was the right atmosphere to really start to shine. And you've seen at this point, six years later, plenty of young women who have uh, developed into uh, wonderful uh, wonderful leaders of families, wonderful leaders in uh, in the uh, workforce, who have really established for themselves wonderful things down the road. Yeah. I have mothers that call me and they say, we're doing a kiddush this Shabbos. I, I have a new daughter. Wow. I had to, the, the parents didn't believe in their daughters. I had to, I used to call in the meeting, the mother, oh, I want to tell you about your daughter. So I see her hands shaking. Wow. What did she do bad? I said, what? I have so many compliments. But, I said, no but. She's wonderful in everything and, and, and also in the academics. They, they have so much succeed that they have the strength to, to do a lot in other areas. And they really, that really gives me the strength to, to continue the job because just to see the girls succeed and leave the, the, their part. That I have girls that told me that they used to hide in the bathroom during recess because they felt embarrassed in class that they couldn't to do as well. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we bring a lot of interesting causes to your attention. And the pre-Chachma, based in Jerusalem, uh, with this uh, innovative uh, educational approach, uh, was brought to our attention. You can check it out online, pre-Chachma, P-R-I-C-H-A-C-H-A-M-A. If you search it, it'll come up. Uh, you'll see it under a website, schooltogrow.com as well. But right now I want to call your attention to um, uh, the website where you can um, uh, pledge support. They have a big campaign starting five hours from now. It's going to go for two days. And everything you give is doubled. And obviously it goes a long way because uh, every donation is uh, is really vital and important to them. So everything you give is doubled. Uh, you could actually start right now, even though the campaign doesn't begin for another five hours. You could actually start right now. You'll see it at pledge.com, P-L-E-D-J-E, right? The pledge.com website changes the G to a J. So it's P-L-E-D-J-E.com 
slash BYPC. That's pledge.com slash BYPC. Again, P-L-E-D-J-E dot com slash BYPC. You get an opportunity to support a school uh, that's using a different approach and helping young women uh, in Jerusalem who otherwise, unfortunately, would be lost in, what, in what's, what's a great school system in Israel uh, for many, many people. But for unfortunately for some, it is not. So give what you can. Everything you give is doubled. You can donate now in advance of their campaign. And we're hoping that they have a very successful campaign over the next 48 hours. Uh, Yehudis, uh, is there a specific goal that has been uh, established for this campaign? We wanted to get to $100,000, And, and uh, uh, really, thanks. The one that's helping with this campaign is Sarah Felsen, uh, Mrs. Wolfson's daughter, that she helped me in Palo Alto when my daughter was in between life and death. And death, she went through two kidney transplants, and she was very, very sick for five years. And we had then, through the TV, she got a kidney when people didn't donate during a live kidney. So she got it. And this Sarah Felsen that lives in Palo Alto, she came along, and she helped me when I was struggled for her physical life, and she came to visit my school when I started it, when I needed it for my daughter, and every year she comes and she gives a lot of support, and her family helped, and Mrs. Wolfson helped us, and now we have her daughter that she's a teacher, an amazing English teacher, Rachel Kassir, that she teaches academic English, and the girls love, love her classes. The first time the girls said, wow. I don't believe I could lo- love English class. <laughs> Pretty amazing. <laughs> you can check out Pre-Chachma online, P-R-I-C-H-O-C-H-M-A. If you search it, you'll find it. Uh, but right now we're calling your attention to an even more important site, and that's pledge.com, P-L-E-D-J-E.com, slash B-Y-P-C. You can click and, uh, and create your own private team page. The campaign officially begins in five hours, but everything you donate starting right now goes to the Pre-Chachma Scholarship Drive, and they'll receive double. If you give $100, they'll receive $200. You could do that right now by donating on their page, pledge.com slash B-Y-P-C, P-L-E-D-J-E dot com slash B-Y-P-C. Um, uh, Yehudis, uh, we wish you the very best and hope this is a very successful campaign and continue your amazing work for the young women of Israel. And he was Rabbi Scheinberg's driver for 50 years. So I'm sure there's a lot of his students that knew them, I'm sure would be want to help my father's granddaughter's school. And Rabbi Scheinberg was also, he, he knew all the way with my daughter, what's happening, he gave us answers. So I'm sure the Talmudim of Asawito, or Talmudim of Rabbi Shamber, I'm sure would want to help uh, such a beautiful thing that Baruch Hashem is really succeeding. And we will encourage them to do so. Kolakavod Yehudis, Tadaraban, thank you for joining us. Okay, thank you very, very much. Yehudis Bogatz is the principal at Pre-Chachma in Yerushalayim, and again, their uh, fundraising campaign begins five hours from now. But you can give now to the Pre-Chachma Scholarship Drive. Everything you give will be doubled. Go to pledge.com, P-L-E-D-J-E dot com slash B-Y-P.
PC and uh, give what you can. Uh, it's a cause that was brought to our attention and one that we uh, uh, we certainly agree is an important one and the one I'm glad to bring to you and everybody out there would like to support uh, education for the young women of Yerushalayim who are uh, in need of this unique approach. Please do so. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM.
Jam in the AM. That is uh, Yehuda Green, of course, with the Shtetl Nigun. Visecha Zena done by Benny Friedman. It is a Monday, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and NachumSingle.com, and the NachumSingle Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Rabbi Menachem Ganak is with us live via telephone. He's, of course, the CEO of the uh, OU's Kastris Division. And uh, Rabbi Ganak has been on many, many times on a variety of topics. Once we, uh, once we heard this news story last week about the um, European court that upheld the Belgian Schrita ban, we thought we'd get Rabbi Ganak's perspective on this entire topic as it relates to Jews around the world who, frankly, are trying to keep kosher and eat kosher food and obtain kosher food. Rabbi Menachem Ganak, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good to be with you, Nachem. Appreciate that very much. It's hard for us on this side of the world to understand why the Shechita ban is taken so seriously in other countries. Is there is there any way to explain the point of view of those who believe ritual slaughter is not a good idea for the animals involved? Well, I mean, if we would interview the animals, I suspect they wouldn't think slaughter of any kind is okay. Well, I get but, that, uh, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So uh, in terms of, it's not exactly at a direct ban. What they required, in effect it is, but not direct. What, mean, what that means to say is what the uh, the EU Court of Justice in Luxembourg had ruled and and sustained, as you said, was a, a, was in Belgium, they required that the animal be stunned before before the slaughter to mitigate um, the the stress or pain that the animal is going through. And the stunning of an animal before, both apparently according to halal Muslim law, but according to Jewish law as well, would would make the shrit impossible. Um, this issue actually came back came up initially in nineteen thirty three with the rise of Hitler, one of his first um decrees, anti-Semitic decrees, just a few months after he took over the Reichstag, was to disallow Shrita, kosher slaughter. And there was discussion at the time, um, what about if they do stunning before of some kind of the animal? And um, the Swede Ace has this discussion, and he spoke to Reb Chaim Oizer, who was then the, the Godel Hador, the Rav of Vilna, and uh, Mayor, the Lubluni Rav, with Mayor Shapira, who founded the uh, Dafyomi, and they both said that it's not kosher, and the reason for that is that we have to know that the animal is, is actually alive during the shrita if it can't move and is completely stunned. So they ruled that that's, that it's not um, that it's not permissible. Is, is that is, is that sort of like shechting an unconscious animal if if it's a stunned animal? Yes. Yes. And yes. that and that would not be allowed la halacha to right. shech an right. unconscious animal. That's, that was and that was the rule of Chaim Oizer. The Swede Ace himself, Yehiel Yaakov Weinberg, thinks there might be stud in Lakula, but that is has become the normative position that it is not permitted. Because if the animal, if we don't know if it's alive at that point, or because we have to, we have to, it has to be demonstrated, you know, that it's a live animal. Right, so therefore it was not permitted. So, so um, whenever we see shechita ban, is stunning 
somewhere in the equation? In other words, whenever we see Shechita ban, is it is it banned only because we refuse, not a criticism, just a fact, that we refuse to stun an animal beforehand? Or, or are there some countries and places in the world that have a straightforward ritual slaughter ban, stunning or not stunning? Um, so m- most of the time it, it deals with actual stunning. Um, um, and the issue is whether the animal will be stunned in some way before. Uh, or, or the birds, for example, in Switzerland, I believe they have a, they had a ban. There was a discussion about a, a ban even not only on cattle, but even on, on, um, poultry. on poultry. But it, it, it is enormously concerning. It doesn't ne- this doesn't necessarily mean that all of Shrita will be banned. It, 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 it is possible that the... Um, you know the leaders of these various EU countries and their legislators will will give special sanctions to Shrita, which is the case here in the United States. Um, in 1958, the Humane Slaughter Act, I think it was 1958, and then 1960, the Humane Slaughter Act was passed, which requires certain standards in terms um, to uh, you know to obviate pain to the animal, um, in terms of slaughtering cattle. In animals and poultry in the United States, but the Congress ruled that first of all there was an exemption for religious shrita from some of the provisions of the of the Act, and beyond that there was a, actually a finding of the Congress that shrita is indeed humane, and in fact shrita is if, if done properly, and the animal becomes insensate just seconds after the shrita because the the um, the blood flow to the to the brain is 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 stopped because right. we cu- cut through the various arteries. Right. Um, and and it's interesting to note that one of the people who was very involved in terms of you know the when the Humane Slaughter Act was passed was Rav Soloveitchik. The Rav actually went down to Congress and testified before a Senate committee. And then the issue went to the Supreme Court about certain issues, but the Rub was very, very involved, and the Rub was also very involved at the time in in between negotiations between the Jewish community, and at the time, the Rub mobilized the entire Jewish community from right to left, a religious and secular, um, different, different, many different um, national Jewish organizations, and they they. They um, negotiated, so to speak, with the ASPCA, and the, the Jewish community invested in creating what is now called the ASPCA pen. That was part of the most brilliance. The, the, the Jewish community developed a pen, which is a standing pen, that the animal is not rotated, or, but that, that the standard at the time was what was called shrita tluya, a hanging shrita, which meant to say that the animal was, was lifted up which, by its four legs. And, which I assume they the, felt the, added to the, to the agony of the animal. Right, and and there were other problems, frankly, with it because it was dangerous for the shochet because the animal could could move. And right. in fact, there was a shochet who was killed because the animal could you know kick the uh, and kill the shochet. Um, so it was it was dangerous for the animal. It was dangerous um, for the for the shochet. And the love developed this pen where the animal is standing, goes into the into the pen. There's a brace that lifts up the neck, and then there's a hydraulic, you know, uh, underneath the belly of the animal that lifts it up 
so it's immobilized, and that's how they shecht. Now, that's the preferred shechita, at least in terms of the OU's position. In many places, as the soil specifically, they require that the animal be inverted during the shechita. So they have pens, which they just they just instituted now. There's a lot of shechita that's done by Israel in South America. Right. They, so they have what are called rotating pens. The animal goes into pen, and the animal is rotated because they want the shechita to be milamalulamata from top down. So the animal is on its back, essentially. Um, I'd have this, to. Ass- this, I'd have to assume there's videos of all this online at this point. I mean, it's probably something. There, that... there, there are some videos, um, but the um, the um, this, by the way, was not the rough position. This is simply a. You know, many think it's a misreading of a shach. Pimagodim says that's not what the shach meant, that the, the animal has to be, you have to shech from up down. But in, the, in this pen, right. the one who was the primary promoter of this pen was the Rav, and at the time, um, the, the blaze of silver. If, if the Rav testified before Congress, I would assume there's a transcript of it somewhere, am I right? Or I, 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 I'm... I'm sure there is, but no, but no video. I would guess maybe some articles or accounts of it. Rabbi Ganak, let's get let's get to the most important part of this story, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Rabbi Menachem Ganak is with us, CEO of OU Kosher. We're talking about the ban of shechita in Belgium and the upholding of the law by the European Court. Um, the most important aspect of all this, I, I don't know in your tenure at the OU if you've ever felt challenged on this issue. You could tell us in a moment if you were or not. But we know what the atmosphere now is in this country, and we know the influence that certain fringe groups have in this country, especially those who are active in the arena of animal rights. Uh, Can we see a time in the near future in the United States where all this becomes an issue again, where people who either have a certain political bent or a certain religious bent or whatever the case may be or anti-religious bent could use an animal rights scenario to try to put an end uh, to ritual slaughter as we know it and insist on stunning or no ritual slaughter at all, etc. We know the atmosphere now in the United States. Is this something that you fear? Well, uh, as as I mentioned, in the United States, as opposed to Europe, there's specific legislation related to Shrita. America is a much more open society as opposed to Europe. And you know, Europe, we have to recognize, has there's an overlay of 2,000 years of anti-Semitism, which we know ultimately culminated in the Holocaust. So um, that we don't we don't have that in the United States, thank God. The the, the PETA, which is a very aggressive animal rights organization, is an opponent of Shrita, but um, um, you know, so we always have to be wary, but. I think we America is different, and especially since there is this legislation specifically in do, uh, permitting shechita, and that's part of the provisions of the Humane Slaughter Act, something which doesn't exist in Europe. And um, so, in, in, in terms of the United States, I think it, at least at this point, we should be much more secure. And uh, do European rabbis consult with you? Do they ask about the possibility of trying to implement what we have in the United States in places like Belgium, or essentially, when it comes to this specific topic, they they've thrown their hands up, and uh, unless they agree to the stunning, it's never going to happen. No, they they did not throw their hands up at all. You know, the leaders of the different rabbinic organizations in Europe, Rabbi Pinchas Goldschmidt and others. Have been decrying this. Um, 
there was a, in the in Manchester. There's been for many years because there's been this push in, in the UK as well um, over the course of years that, the, that you know to, to protect Shrita, and um, and this is a, a huge a huge challenge. What's it done to the price of kosher meat in places like Belgium, and how do they get kosher meat now in Belgium? You know, I, I don't, I don't know. It would, it would require, I presume, it would require importing it. I mean, this this has been brewing in several countries for for several years. Uh, for example, in in Poland, Poland um, was used to. We'll see what happens now, but there, there was a place where they used to share for Israel, and some of the meat went to Israel, and it was an important source of income for some of these countries. I forgot what the number was. I think it was one and a half billion dollars of this was not just just kosher, but primarily the halal meat that was exported to other countries. So, um, you know, it'll have an impact on their economy. We'll have to see how this plays out. But of course, it's very disconcerting. It's very concerning, both in terms of shrita per se, and also in terms of what it tells us in terms of, you know, the, the openness of the society and especially to... Right, Menachem Ganak, he is the CEO of OU Kosher. By the way, before I let you go, you know, there are a lot of people now who are discovering um, OU products that are listed as OUD that may not actually contain real dairy products. It might prompt them to, not with their Shabbos meal, but maybe with a, you know, after their Shabbos meat meal, it might prompt them to use uh, certain types of coffee creamers, certain types of cookies that are OUD, but, but are known now to not have actual dairy products in it. Is that category getting larger, and is it getting easier for the consumer to figure out what's an OUD product that actually does not contain dairy product, or, or is it or, or is it no different than it was 20 or 30 years ago, and I'm just hearing more about it now? Yeah, well, I, I'm not sure if 20, 30, I'm not sure exactly when we first instituted the OUD, but it was something in the range of um, of of about 30 years ago, that all products that had dairy, you know, we put the D on it, and even if it was dairy equipment. But the most ass shyler in America, literally the most ass shyler in America, I'm going to ask you, Nahum, what is the most ass shyler? If you could eat Oreos after a meat meal. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> What's the status of Oreos? And the story with Oreos is um, that Oreos is listed as O-U-D because um, initially they had some formulas that were dairy and some were not. Their largest... Um, a bakery was in Chicago, which was actually the largest bakery in the world. Now they're not making their Oreos there, um, but it, the um, at that time all the Oreos that were made in Chicago were actually completely dairy. They listed it as D because they were, they wanted to have the flexibility. Some there were some formulas that had dairy in it that if they wanted to they could switch, and they didn't have to worry about the inventory of labels, which had millions of dollars invested in. Right. But the company, namely in Nabisco, wants to keep the D on it that was at that time, so they had that flexibility. At this time, there are always being made in many different plants, and some of those plants have are made on dairy equipment, and there are some Oreos that have even dairy, may have some dairy ingredients, but most of the, the OUDs represent dairy equipment. So then you have, then the halacha is, if something is made on dairy equipment, um, so it's a nat by nat. So you're not, you're not allowed to eat it simultaneous with meat, but you could you don't have to wait the six hours or whatever person waits. You can eat it immediately after. Right. 
So, but you still have to check, you know, whether it's just dairy equipment, which is usually the case, or it actually has a dairy formula. But that is, you got it, the first, uh, <laughs> the most, yes. I, the, the, you know, your listeners should know that Nachum Siegel was in my year of day this year in YU. Yeah, long time ago, Rabbi. <laughs> my prior student, absolutely. Thank you, I appreciate that. I hope you're being accurate. Thank you, I appreciate that. Uh, Rabbi Gidak, we always appreciate your time. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Okay, good to talk to you. Rabbi Menachem Yanak, the CEO of OU Kosher, and uh, those of you who heard about the Shechita Ben decision, I'm sure you were intrigued by this conversation. And those of you who love Oreo cookies, I bet you were intrigued by this as well. Monday morning broadcast. Tomorrow is Giving Tuesday. Tomorrow we'll be in the five towns. We'll be at Gotta Get a Bagel. Thank you, Joel. We'll be at Gotta Get a Bagel with an amazing guest list tomorrow morning between 6 a.m. and 11 a.m. We are extending JM and the AM tomorrow. 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. We'll be at Gotta Get a Bagel in Woodmere for Giving Tuesday, encouraging everybody to support us with either one-time or uh, monthly donations at fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. And I thank everybody who's considering giving a year-end gift on Giving Tuesday. Thank you very much. Hey, check out shopeichlers.com. And there are a lot of reasons you should check it out. It's an amazing website with so many great categories and so many items. Uh, but we're asking you to check it out because they have same-day delivery. How insane is that? Same-day delivery. Borough Park, Flatbush, Williamsburg, Crown Heights, Staten Island, Queens, Five Towns, Far Rockaway, Muncie, Monroe, Teaneck, Lakewood, Toms River, Jackson. Same-day delivery. Check out all the items. It's a great online experience. at shopeichlers.com. Again, shopeichlers.com. And their same-day delivery is really a hard-to-believe, incredible service. Check it out. Let them know you heard about it here on JM in the AM. Monday morning broadcast. More coming up. Here's Avram Freed. Hallelujah. 
J.M. in the A.M. That's Avremo. Avram Freed. With Hallelujah. Tomorrow is Giving Tuesday for us. We'll be in uh, the five towns. Come join us at Gotta Get a Bagel between 6 a.m. and 11 a.m., a five-hour J.M. in the A.M. Live from Gotta Get a Bagel in um, in Woodmere. Giving Tuesday will encourage everybody to give uh, one-time or monthly donations at fjbunity.org. Simon Jacobs going to join us. Bezrat Hashem. Ralph Rosenbaum, chairman of the Dubai trip, will be with us. 1-800-TAX-CPA-2, 1-800-TAX-CPA-2, or taxcpa2.com, taxcpa2.com. We have an amazing guest list tomorrow, really, really good guest list. So that's all happening between uh, 6 a.m. and 11 a.m. Tonight, between 6 and 9, I host the three-hour finale of the Amudim event, unite2heal.com, unite2heal.com. They've done some amazing stuff in the last uh, 23 hours on that website, and they'll be doing it all day long, and you have an opportunity to help them get to their goal. You know how important the Amudim organization is. Rabbi Tzvi and I have emphasized that many, many times on this show. They have reached 40% of their goal. They're just over $2 million. They're trying to get to $5 million in the next 12 and a half hours, and uh, I have a feeling we can do it. I have a feeling we can do it. Um, and we will be encouraging everybody between 6 and 9 tonight to be part of it uh, as we wrap things up in the final three hours of the 36-hour event. Unite2heal.com, unite2heal.com. Go to the website, make a donation. Everybody out there knows how important the uh, Amudim organization is. Make a donation and help them out. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount on all Abel's and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net. Use promo code radio. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide, and we are in love with those A&H salamis. Oh, boy, they are so good. Try A&H today, and again, promo code radio when you go to kosherdogs.net. That salami is available there. The two-pound salami is available there, by the way. Kosherdogs.net, 20%, excuse me, uh, 10% off and use that promo code radio. Tomorrow I told you we're going to be in the five towns. Tonight is Barry Lieben's yard site, one of the greatest friends and supporters that this radio broadcast has ever had in 37 years. His first yard site is uh, tonight, the 7th of Teves, Dove Ben Eliyahu, Dove Ben Eliyahu. Yeah, his yard site is tonight. And um, boy, do we miss him. Boy, do we miss him. That's an understatement. Treated me like a brother, encouraged us like a great friend and supporter, and um, and really allowed us to do some amazing things. In all the years that he was uh, behind so much of the great work of JM and the AM and what ended up being the Nahum Siegel Network. Cloudy skies, a high of 40. It's Monday. We're heading back to school, back to work at JM and the AM. We'll check in with Yami Schachter regarding Unite2Heal.com. All coming up if you keep it at JM and the AM.
דואגים מה יהיה הסוף, אף אחד לא יודע מה יולד יום. Mordechai Ben David, big superstar and one of the participants in the Holy Yid Squares competition last night. <laughs> Did you see it, folks? I hope so. Avram Freed before that with Hallelujah, one of the one of the panelists in the Holy Yid Squares competition last night. 
Oh, and me, Nahum Siegel, one of the people involved in the Holy Yid Squares competition last night. <laughs> All of this was part and continues to be part of the UniteToHeal.com Amudim event that's happening between now and 9 p.m. Eastern Time. I have the honor and privilege of hosting the final push between 6 and 9 p.m. Eastern Time tonight. Looking forward to that. Had the honor of kicking things off yesterday. And the gentleman with the honor of uh, being behind all of this is uh, Yummy Schachter. He is the uh, founder and CEO of Charity Bids, and they are uh, and they have and continue to coordinate the UniteToHeal.com Amudim campaign as we get closer and closer to the $5 million goal that we hope to achieve by 9 p.m. Eastern Time tonight. If you haven't given yet, go to the website, UniteToHeal.com. Unite to heal.com. Yummy Schachter, welcome back to JM in the AM. Okay, Tov. How are you? Baruch Hashem, how are you? Did you enjoy the Holy Yid Squares competition last night? I thought it was amazing, but I actually got a lot of complaints. Uh oh. Uh, rain on your parade, but people said it was not long enough. Wow. They, they could have watched 36 hours of that. Interesting. Um, That's something we should consider yeah. for the future. We should, yeah. We both have nothing else to do. We might as well. <laughs> Interesting. Um, right. Anyway, but it was amazing. I thought it was amazing, amazing, really. Uh, well, I appreciate that. And a lot of the segments that were airing yesterday were amazing. I hope it's getting a great response and that people out there are both enjoying the programming and at the same time supporting the work of Amudim. Um, it, it's really simple. The concept is you're going to continue to provide until 9 p.m. tonight fantastic content for everybody, wonderful things for them to watch. Great videos, great panel discussions, wonderful conversations, a lot of great entertainment, one of which we're going to play for everybody in just a few minutes. And in turn, we are hoping that everybody supports the great work of Amudin. They have a $5 million goal. We're going to host the uh, finale between 6 and 9 p.m. tonight. We want to make sure they get to $5 million. They're already at 40% of their goal, Baruch Hashem. And uh, when did you first learn of the amazing work of the Amudim organization? I'm embarrassed to say, uh, about eight weeks ago. And, uh, um, and what have you discovered since you started learning about them? Uh, that it is of utmost importance for everyone to know what they do, uh, to understand and appreciate that we have serious issues within our communities that they address that nobody else does address or that many people want to look away from or don't want to address. Um, they're basically, you know what, I was speaking to Ali Schwebel last night. I think he said it best. They're helping the people that you don't want to help. Wow. You know, yeah. that, that person you see, or uh, I don't want to get involved. You know, that those those are the things where they're involved. And uh, I was on yesterday morning with Marcus Weingast, and, you know, one of the things I was saying, someone interviewed me on Friday about this. How did you get all these people? I said, I didn't get anybody. I had a crazy idea, but the idea only works if Sviglok and Amudim are the uh, people who you're asking on behalf of. Right. I don't think this would work. I've done a lot of work for a lot of organizations. I couldn't have had this idea for any random organization. It works because of how many community leaders, and we have over 100 of them that are involved in our program, how many community leaders are so um, uh, informed and so aware of how important an organization like Amudim is, it's, but, but to me, you know, it, it's not enough that the community leaders know who to call when this an issue within their community. I think it's time for us to open the conversation and for people within the communities to appreciate 
and understand, well, what's going on and who's who's taking care of the people that you don't really know about. And remember, everybody, this is happening in, in a bunch of cities around the world. Amudim is an international organization, U.S., Canada, Israel, Europe, and beyond. I mean, they're helping everybody who reaches out for their help. Go to UniteToHeal.com, UniteToHeal.com. Now, yesterday I had the chance to kick things off with a pretty informative hour number one. We'll be there tonight between 6 and 9 for the finale uh, at UniteToHeal.com. I mentioned the Holy Yid Squares. I had an opportunity to see the incredible conversation between Rabbi Ephraim Goldberg and your father, the great Rosh Hashiva and Gadla Darher of Herschel Schechter Shlita. Um, now, people want to know, just a technical thing, Yummy, so people understand, they want to know if, if some of the things that have already aired can now be viewed. What would you say to somebody who wants to see the conversation between Rabbi Goldberg and your father, but that's already taken place? Um, so first of all, I'll say that if someone wants to see it, uh, um, it is now on uh, YouTube. You could search Unite to Heal, and you could go back and see everything we've done. Great. Following the event, following the event we're going to upload each segment on its own to the Amudim website. Uh, but people who don't want to see it, I think they don't realize they want to see it. The <laughs> feedback we got on that segment was so amazing. And if you watched it, I'm sure you'll agree that this is a side of my father that people do not ordinarily get to see. And in in regular, seemingly simple stories, there is so much to be learned from from the stories that are told and from the way that my father uh, behaves and talks and acts. It's, it's unbelievable. The whole thing is like a muster safer. Yeah. That segment. Whoever came up it with was amazing. Whoever came up with the concept, I thought it was genius. And uh, at the risk of complimenting someone who conducts conversations, and obviously I'm saying that tongue in cheek, or by Goldberg did a great job with tremendous respect for your father and brought out some of the great stories that you're just now alluding to. Anybody who hasn't seen it, remember, as Yummy just said, it's uh, it'll certainly all be uploaded afterwards to the Unite to Heal website, but it's available on YouTube if you search it. But look, for all this content and for this unique concept and for bringing uh, Amudim to the fore, uh, for people who never knew about it, there are people who never knew about Amudim who would have watched their regular live stream, uh, meaning meaning people who knew about it would watch the regular live stream and obviously contribute and help make their campaign successful. But now you've opened it up to the entire world, people who are coming in because of all the tech conversations and, and conversation about singles and about Torah and about music and the fun that we had last night with Holy Yid Squares, which is, of course, a takeoff on Hollywood Squares. There are people coming in who would never, ever know about Amudim and now are familiar with the fact that they have a big goal and must attain that goal. By tonight. So whoever out there has been enjoying all this great content, or if you plan on doing so today at the website UniteToHeal.com, please give accordingly, support the organization, let Rabbi Tzvi Gluck and his amazing staff do their work. And yes, as we mentioned yesterday with David Solomon, if you saw the first half of the show, every penny is accounted for very, very carefully. And when they say, when this board of Amudim says they need $5 million for this campaign, they mean it. they got to get to the $5 million mark. So make tonight a real big celebration for us when we do the finale between 6 and 9 p.m. and help get to the goal, UniteToHeal.com, UniteToHeal.com. Now, you just mentioned, a, and I know you and Charity Bids obviously were behind it. You mentioned Rabbi Goldberg and your father of Schechter and this unique concept and a unique approach to um, a conversation with him. So who came up with this? This is a piece that we're playing that we actually uh, played yesterday, another great example of original content. Uh, it's called Most of Our Own um, Reimagined. It is, uh, it is Shlomo Simcha. It is the Maccabees doing a very well-known Kalbach piece, but very differently than we're used to. I, I assume the people at Charity Bids came up with this idea? 
We did. Uh, the whole concept of this, in addition to everything, you know, in addition to uh, building awareness for Amudim and building the brand and obviously raising much-needed funds, the theme was also unity. And there have been a lot of, you know, events that have been using the word or the concept of unity, especially throughout COVID, because that's obviously what people are craving. Uh, but I wanted to actually show unity. Like a lot of these other events, like it's nice. Yes, we're all getting united. We're coming together online to go to an event. But I want to actually display unity. And you'll notice with a lot of the musical segments in particular, I mean, this goes for the, a lot of the uh, panel discussions as well. You see a lot of people who might not otherwise be seen together on panel discussions, right. uh, which, is, which is beautiful and, and shows the unity. But I think in the music as well, you know, when would you ever see Shlomo Simcha and the Maccabees? When would you right. ever see Levi Falkowitz and Visa Black? Right. And there's a lot of very, very interesting duets and, and combos that we put together. The music that people will hear in the last three hours tonight is going to blow your mind. It's unbelievable, the stuff that we put together. I'm very excited for people to see it. And again, we created content that's going to be out there for years to come. So once this event is over, this is, this is going to be great stuff that people could share. I want to make one other observation, sure. um, because as you know, I did the High Lifeline virtual event. Right. Was it last week or two weeks ago? Yeah. I don't even know what day of the week it is. Um, but very interesting observation. There's a lot of, I've been involved as a volunteer for High Lifeline for over 20 years. Um, a lot of times when a child is diagnosed with something, so the parents are like, they don't know what to do, they don't know where to turn to, and then, you know, enter an organization like High Lifeline, or they start you know, reaching out to other families, and they realize, you know, the, the whatever my child has, oh, this, every other person has someone in their family, they know someone, all of a sudden there's the support system that fills around them. Right. And the same with Amudim, you know, I may have not, I'm, maybe I'm fortunate that I just, or maybe I'm super sheltered, that I never knew about Amudim, maybe I never had to know about Amudim, thankfully. But from eight weeks ago till now, it's unbelievable how every single person I talk to about this event or about it, of course I know Amudim. They helped my sister. They helped my brother. They helped my father. They helped this. They have that. When I would go to Israel, there was a dead, you know, someone died. I need this. Every single person has been touched by them. It's unbelievable. I believe it. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And so if people, I, I'm very proud of the fact that we've uh, raised a lot of awareness for the cause and for the work that they do. And I think as people start to have the conversations, they will be shocked to find out how many people they know uh, have been helped by Amudim, or what's also happening now is how many people realize that they don't have to suffer in silence, that there is someone to turn to at their darkest hour. There 100%. is someone who cares, and there there are people who will take care of them. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, they're doing amazing work. Um, the best thing you told me in this conversation, though, frankly, is that you've left some amazing material for the big finale. So <laughs> we, have a lot, we have a lot of great things to celebrate tonight between oh, 6 and 9. It's so good. <laughs> Listen, you're about to play Shlomo Simcha on the Maccabees. Right. Okay, that's that's one of 10 musical segments. Let your audience judge for themselves. You'll hear how good this is, and hopefully people will realize if there's more of this, we got to be on for the last three hours from 6 to 9 tonight. Yeah, I hope everyone will, and we'll keep encouraging them to do so. And, uh, Yummy, I know you'll be glued to it tonight. Uh, you'll be uh, you'll be uh, looking in to see what's happening in New York City for the big finale, and the big Yeshikov, the charity bids for all you've done for this event. Thank you. Thank you, Nachum. We could never have done this without you. And uh, I, I realized yesterday, I don't know, I did send it to you. 
Facebook reminded me yesterday that exactly two years ago today you were in Toronto. I know. What and we the... did a huge campaign for Toronto Hatsala and the era of which was a tremendous success. So I love seeing that whenever we work together, Nahum, you and I, for very worthy causes, we have Siata Deshmaya and a lot of success, and hopefully we see that same sort of success in today's campaign, and I believe we will. Amen to that. Amen to that. And uh, that, that, uh, that day up in Toronto was one of the most worthwhile days in my radio career. Yummy Schachter, Charity Bids. Here's what he's talking about. Uh, those of you who were part of the first hour yesterday, you've already experienced this. If uh, you didn't yet see it and or hear it, listen carefully. Moshe of Aaron reimagined Shlomo Simcha and the Maccabees. With a reminder, go to UniteToHeal.com and give, give, give. UniteToHeal.com and spend the day on that website. It's not, it's not often that I tell people to spend the day on other websites. But I'm recommending it. And in fact, make sure to join us tonight between 6 and 9 p.m. for an incredible three-hour finale of the Amudim campaign. Moshe Aaron, this is JM in the AM.
Now you're getting an idea of some of the original material that uh, an original productions that the folks at Charity Bids have done for the um, for the Amudim event, the Unite to Heal event. Amazing, Shlomo Simcha Maccabees together, Mosheva Aaron. Really amazing. Uh, they've exceeded two million dollars on the way to a five million dollar goal. There's 12 hours left. We'll be host- toasting. The last three hours, UniteToHeal.com will be hosting the last three hours starting at 6 p.m. tonight. Make sure to be tuned in, UniteToHeal.com. It's going to be quite an event. Mayor Weingarten is coming up next with the uh, Israel Show. Um, In August of 2018, the Israel Show highlighted Aviv Geffen's televised verbal attack on a religious Zionist settler. In May of this year, Mayer brought to light the early transformation of Aviv Geffen as the result of his COVID experiences. The process continues as Aviv Geffen reaches out to Avram Fried, collaborating on Geffen's new song, Batsoret, Drought, released yesterday. Um, plus, Gidon Sar's new party's poll popularity might give Prime Minister Netanyahu pause about the new elections. Mar Weingarten, welcome back to JM in the AM. Uh, the Israel show is coming up next, eight minutes from now, and Mayor will discuss the elections. Mayor will discuss this Aviv Geffen uh, story uh, that culminated in the release of the song with Avremel Avram Fried yesterday. He'll discuss all of that. Unfortunately, he's uh, also going to discuss Esther Horgan. Esther Horgan, a 52-year-old woman, uh, murdered this morning. Mayor, I don't want people to not tune into the Israel show, obviously. I want them to hang on and get the latest news from you. But can you tell us, can you tell the JMNAM audience anything at this point about Esther's murder? 52-year-old mother of six, 
The youngest is 13 years old. She left. um, She was a very athletic and independent woman. She went for a run near her house in Tel Menashets in the Shomron. And uh, it's, it's, I'm going to use the word green line. I hate to, but just for uh, identification purposes, it's just inside. Uh, the green line, that means in the Shomron area, and uh, she went for a run at about 2 p.m., and uh, she didn't come back. They searched for her and found her body at around 1 a.m., and um, excuse me for being a little graphic, her head was bashed in by um, presumably an Arab using a rock. Unbelievable. That is, unfortunately, the latest from the northern Shomron, the murder of Esther Horgan, 52 years old, mother of six, as you heard Mayor describe, and obviously he'll have more to say about this during the Israel show. On a different note, um, I didn't realize that the Gidon Sar surge could actually give the prime minister reason to think about these elections more carefully and to consider them more carefully. Do you think that's the direction we're heading in? Yeah, the funny thing is, now, right now, as we speak, they're trying to pass um, in the Knesset a new law that will allow them to delay the budget, which, according to the law, must be given in by the 23rd of December. So, <laughs> What are we at now? Gonna... Today's the 21st, okay. <laughs> yes, right, and submitting the budget isn't going to take two days. So, <laughs> so now they're going to change, they're going to pass the law to allow them to bring a budget uh, I, I don't remember how long it's going to, I think, till the, the January 5th or something like that, and, and just buy some more time, and then they'll continue to fight. It'll, it, it's just a way for Netanyahu to postpone. Gidon Sar's surge is, um, is a poll, is, is a, soul, a surge in the poll. Right. And you don't know if those are accurate and or not. We all know what happens at right. the end. We all know what happens at the end. All these. Fly by night, you know, flavor of the month. Right. Um, look, look what happened to Kaholavan. Yeah, look, look where they're at now. Yeah, that's um, what I'm they're going to fall apart. Mayor, two quick things. Not that, not that these two should be quick. We have no choice because at a time, and you have to start soon. Mm-hmm. Um, tonight is the first yard site of Barry Lieben, who you know yeah, is I, a very, very important part of this broadcast, and you were the one who first introduced him to me, so I just felt it was appropriate with you on the phone to mention Dov Ben Eliyahu, his yard sites tonight on the 7th of Teves. Hard to believe it's already a year. Also, I wanted to share with you that there was a beautiful Hachnasat Sefer Torah yesterday in memory of Noach Dir, who of course was a good friend of both of ours and unfortunately was a victim of COVID. Where Uh, was that? I didn't know. uh, I believe it was the synagogue in North Woodmere. And uh, that Hachnasat Sefer Torah took place yesterday in his memory. A really, I'll, I'll send you a picture of the beautiful uh, mantle, Thank as we you. call it, the cover of the Sefer Torah. And, uh, and in fact, I'm right. It was um, at the base Knesset in North Woodmere on Hungry Harbor Road in North Woodmere, New York. And that happened yesterday afternoon. So I just wanted to mention that and, uh, and think of him yeah. as well on this Monday morning. Yeah. Yes. And I thank you, sir, and uh, good luck today with the Israel Show. Thank you very much, sir, and you uh, have a wonderful day. Thank you. Be uh, be on top of everything there, Mayor. Um, I'm going to be either on top of everything or under everything. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, I know you'll be on top of everything. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM.
My brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio around the world, the web, and NahumSiegel.com and the NahumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Monday here at JMN. Thanks to all of our guests. Don't forget tonight, starting at 6 p.m., we will be um, tonight, starting at 6 p.m. We will be uh, doing the finale, three-hour finale, at UniteToHeal.com for Amudim. UniteToHeal.com. Give generously and help them get to the five million dollar goal tomorrow. Our own Giving Tuesday happens between 6 a.m. and 11 a.m. Five hours of JM and AM tomorrow morning live from Got to Get a Bagel in Woodmere. Make sure to join us and tune in and give at fjbunity.org. End of year giving. Be as generous as possible. Have a fabulous Monday. The Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten is next. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.